So the topic is your life's work and the hero's journey. And I just thought it would be nice if you shared a bit about what your perception of the hero's journey is in relation to your own personal journey. I mean, the hero's journey, by the sounds of it, it doesn't sound like it's an easy path to walk. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) It would be nice. And I think what I realized after many years of... um, being a director of alternatives, I realized that a lot of the kind of spirituality around is very lovely and very reassuring and very kind of angels are holding us and all these wonderful things. If we're living in a very negative world with not very much encouragement, lots of criticism, lots of stress, actually having that is a, is a really beautiful tonic for all of that. Mm. But then if we go too much into it, it kind of can almost put us to sleep and we can kind of forget some of the really edgy parts of the path which is it isn't all love and light and joy and rainbows and unicorns there are elements of it which are very powerful and magical but it's also edgy because of the nature of the time we're in we're in a time of global transition which means our own lives have to be transformed we have to transform all the toxicity within our own reality and then we can start help others to help transform their reality yes of course people listening to transmissions know that i work a lot with angels and guides and everything doesn't Mm -hmm. dismiss the edginess of the path you know, they, yeah. they say that the path is a, like a razor's edge. Mm. And the further you go, you can still fall off the path. One of the dangers for me is um, the more known, well known I get, the more people kind of send me lovely messages, which I'm not saying should stop it because it's lovely to receive it. <laughs> but I might start believing, you know, I'm some kind of demigod, which of course I'm not. Mm. I have people around me that can kind of r- remind me that, that I'm not that. You know, <laughs> there's the work. But in life, I'm an ordinary and enjoy being ordinary. I think it's good to be ordinary because the path is ordinary and extraordinary. The path is around waking us up. Mm. And, you know, that means we, we're kind of the idea of the, like the matrix we're asleep and we, some, somehow we're going to get woken up the idea of, of waking up is that there's a calling of some kind like we, we imagine we're sleeping and there's some kind of calling that kind of wakes us up and we're like well what's that and we kind of wake up and the idea of the calling and this awakening and this journey is that it wakes up our core resonance we shift up the scale from you know the lower ends of um, mm-hmm. anger resentments bitterness up to you know the scale of a few people are talking about it. David Hawkins talked about it very well in his book, Power Versus Force. So we're shifting up and there's that pivotal point of courage and we go up into more joy, more ease. And as we shift, this idea of grace, this idea of miracle consciousness, this idea of reality creation becomes into play. The idea of we have a personal connection with the higher self comes into play. When we're resonating at fear, resentment, busyness, you know, all that, none of it makes any sense. We'll, get, we'll dismiss it. It's just like ridiculous. Mm. You know, it's fairy tale land, you know. So awakening is to shift us out of our old mindset into a higher frequency. It also shifts our sense of direction. So in my life, when I was sleeping, working in the corporate type of environment, my vibration was kind of very, oh, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why am I paper shuffling? Why am I, oh, okay, I've got to pick up the kids. Okay, I've got to run. And okay, the wife wants, okay. And running around and paying the mortgage and sorting all that out. So I didn't have much space in my head for anything other than reading science fiction, which was an escape. I was into escape, escaping from my current reality. And when I was in that uh, zone, I thought, well, all I'm good for is this, you know, there, there's, there's nothing more to my life than endless this, you know, and the kids will grow up and maybe I'll have a bit more space when they grow up somewhere down the line. But the idea of inner potential, I had no idea about what inner potential was. So when I was sitting 
paper shuffling in that bank. I was overlooking the River Thames, you know, in this international banking complex. Uh, if someone had said, well, you're going to be speaking on this, on these kind of <laughs> seminars, you're going to be doing YouTube. There was no YouTube. You know, <laughs> what's a YouTube? You're going to be speaking on the internet. There was no internet then. You're going to be running workshops and doing talks. I mean, I'd be like, or writing books. I mean, I, I would have understood writing books. I was going, you must be joking. So mm. the idea of awakening up something that's within us, so we become more than we thought we could be, that's the journey. It's a hug and a slap. <laughs> you get lots of hugs and you get a few slaps and then you get more hugs and then you trek up the mound, you get a few more slaps and... <laughs> That's the path. And you might fall off a bit. You know, sometimes we stray from the path, hopefully not too far, because um, we can make a certain amount of error on the path. It's not like we have to be perfect. There is, a, there is room for error, but there's not room for big error. The big errors are where we fall completely off the path into, into you know, somewhere we don't want to go. But even when that happens, we can still get back on the path. But the, the advice is try not to fall off the path. Stay on the path. <laughs> And things typically which would pull you off the path would be like um, doing some drug thing, uh, overdoing spiritual practice. I've seen people go into psychosis through overdoing ma uh, mantra singing, for example, and then they went into psychosis or someone went into psychosis while doing, um, I, I won't name the course because it was a very intensive course and they went into psychosis, ended up in the Priory, which is this expensive place. Yeah. So, I mean, that's okay because they come back on the path. Both of them are fine now, but you know, so you can do that. But why do it if you if you can avoid it? You know, if your system doesn't call you to do ayahuasca, then don't do it. If it does, then do it. There's some things which are more edgy, which will blow you open quicker and they can propel you along the path quicker or it can pull you off the path. I mean, the hero's journey is um, the Joseph Campbell mythologist. He created the hero's journey, which is really a, a summation of a lot of myths around the world of this archetypal hero that goes on a path. And it lines very much up with soul mission and soul purpose. And uh, it's not just for men. Traditionally, it was men, you know, Odysseus and, or um, Luke Skywalker. But, you know, nowadays we've got, um, what's that Star Wars? Ray, isn't it? So the women are also heroes and heroines. It's an archetype. It's not about men or, wim or women. It's an archetype and energy.